Hello and welcome back to another episode of Growing Faith, Spreading Christ. In this episode, we will be talking about what is faith. We will be looking at the Hebrew and the Greek and scripture. So, today we are talking about faith. I would like to start with this analogy that my pastor used. He would always use this analogy with the youth because he is more a youth leader than he is a pastor of a church. He is both those. He is the youth pastor and the pastor at the same time, but he does an excellent job at both of them. His name is Pastor Jeff of Potenza Bible Church, which is the church I go to if you ever want to visit. (laughs) So, he uses this analogy. He say, what are you sitting on right now? And someone would say, I'm sitting on a seat, a chair, or or a pew. And he said, well, when you sat down on that chair, did you feel the legs? Or did you feel the wood things holding the chair up? Did you test to see if it would hold you up? No, you didn't. You just sat right down. You had faith in the chair that it was going to hold you up. And after all, you see everyone else doing it. So you have evidence to support that you think that you are going to be supported by that chair. Now, faith is talked of a lot in Christian culture and in the secular world. People like to call faith in the secular world as pretty much trust or sometimes hope. In Christian culture, there is this idea of Faith, which is a work. Faith is a work, but is only a work that is given to you by the Holy Spirit. Faith is a work given to you by the Holy Spirit. Faith is also a fruit of the Holy Spirit. The fruit of the Holy Spirit, quoting Galatians 5, 22-23 says, But the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The Greek word in faithfulness clearly indicates faith, not um, like not faithfulness in the sense of reliance or steadfastness, but faith. It is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Faith in the Word of Faith movement, or some people call it the prosperity gospel, it's used of in this way that you can do anything with faith. To an extent, that is true. And we may get to that in a future episode. Probably the third one. In the, yes, in the third one, we will get to that one. <laughs> Sorry. So, people say that faith with faith, you can do anything. In the charismatic movement, um, I heard this conversation about a charismatic and a Baptist. The charismatic was telling the Baptists, oh, raising the dead is the greatest act of faith you can do. If you raise the dead from the dead, then it is you are a man of faith. And, Bat- and the Baptist goes, oh, that's nothing. Us Baptists do that every Sunday. What the Baptist is talking about, which I realize is um, just being born again, spiritually made alive, which is um, sort of being re- raised from the dead, but um, people don't do that. God does that. So, there's the logic in the joke, but I think I just ruined the joke. So, um, 
if you're going to tell that joke to someone, don't uh, explain it or else it, it won't be that funny afterward. I do that a lot. <laughs> but anyway, faith, I hear of so much in Christian they have in Christian culture they have this doctrine called um, sola fide, which is in faith alone. We will get into that in the next episode. But now to the Bible, to Scripture, faith in the Bible. First time the word faith by itself, not in faithfulness, the first time it's ever used is used in Exodus twenty one verse nine. And I shall start in verse 8 for context. It's talking about the law that God gave them, the Levitical laws, people call it. This is right after God delivered the Ten Commandments to Moses in Exodus 20. So in Exodus, excuse me, in Exodus 21, 8 through 9, it says this When a man sells his daughter as a slave, she shall not go out as the male slaves do. If she does not please her master, who has designated her for himself, then he shall let her be redeemed. He shall have no right to sell her to a foreign people, since he has broken faith with her. So, in the Old Testament, the Hebrew words that are usually translated for faith, there's two of them. It is Amun or Amunah. Amun and Amuna, for faith. And it is always in the context or meaning of trust or steadfastness. There are plenty, which we will get into in a future episode, of faith in the Old Testament. Both the promise that there will be faith given by the Holy Spirit and biblical faith as seen in the New Testament. There's hints of that in the Old Testament, but never called faith. In the New Testament, however, there are five Greek words that are translated faith. The first one is apostas, apostas, which means faithless or unbelieving. An example is Matthew seventeen seventeen, and Matthew seventeen seventeen says, "Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation." How long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer for you? And then the next Greek word is elpis. Elpis. It is some tri- sometimes translated faith, but almost always hope. In Hebrews 10, 23-24, the King James Version has something different than the English Standard Version. The English Standard Version says in Hebrews 10, 23-24, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. In that first verse, it says the confession of our hope without wavering. In the King James Version, that was translated faith. The King James Version also does that a bunch, but more um, recent translators translate it hope. That is elpis. The third Greek word is elegopistas. 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 
It means small faith. The only time this is used in the New Testament, the New Testament is when Jesus says, "O oh, you of little faith," speaking to the disciples or other people. The example is Matthew six thirty, also Matthew eight twenty six, fourteen thirty one, and sixteen eight. The fifth and the fourth and fifth Greek word is pistos or pistis, which is the most common word translated faith. Both mean the conviction that God exists and is the creator and ruler of all things, the provider and bestower of eternal salvation through Christ. Pistos and pistis means faith. Biblical faith as we know it. That is the most common faith. Uh, For example, Jesus is the uh, founder and perfecter of our faith. The fruit of the Holy Spirit. When it says faith, that's also pistis in Galatians 5.23. Faith. That's used of all over the New Testament. When Jesus speaks of faith, when Paul speaks of faith, when Peter speaks of faith, when the writer of Hebrews or Revelation speaks of faith, it is mostly, almost always, pistis. So, with that being said, of all these Greek words, let's, if you have your Bible, if you want to follow along, we're going to look at the biblical passage of faith. It is also called the Hall of Faith. And I'm speaking, of course, of Hebrews 11. That's Hebrews 11. You may be familiar with the very first verse, which is where we get the definition of faith from the Bible when it gives a definition like that. And I love this. (laughs) I love the Bible. So Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. So, let's take that definition of faith and apply it and see what is faith. So, let's say I wanted wanted to, um, I wanted to see if I could breathe underwater. And so, I thought I had the assurance that I could breathe underwater. I really, really hope I can breathe underwater. And I go, and I have the assurance that I'm going to breathe underwater. Well, then I go in water and hold my breath until I get really far down in the ocean or a lake or something, and then let go of my breath and try to breathe water. (laughs) What's going to happen? I'm going to drown. I'm going to see... Probably the devil, because I commit suicide. Nah, I'm kidding. I have my faith in Jesus Christ. I'll go to heaven. But anyway, I have the assurance. I have the assurance that I hoped I would breathe underwater. That, that's weird. Now, what about the other part of the verse? The conviction of things not seen. I've never seen anyone breathe underwater. That is, breathing water without an air tank hooked up to them. But I have the conviction that I will breathe underwater. I won't see it. See, this definition is um, lunacy. And in the context, it still is 
It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. So what's the solution here? Is it context? Well, actually, the context doesn't help. The context starting in verse 2 says, For by it the people of old received their condemnation. By faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. So, the context doesn't help. But what is faith? If faith is the assurance of things hoped for, and the conviction of things not seen, what is the solution? How do we interpret that? Well, the way we interpret it is realizing what is biblical faith. Faith defined by the Bible can be, like I said, drowning in water, thinking I can breathe in Bible. That's the biblical definition of faith. But the f- biblical definition of faith in regards to what it pertains to, what it is about, what the Greek word pistis is always referring to, is the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. It is the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. When we understand what we are supposed to have faith in, then it works. Then the definition of faith works. What are we supposed to believe in Jesus Christ? We will explore this much more in the next episode. But for now, we believe as Christians, I believe as a Christian, so many things about the biblical Christianity and doctrine and all this stuff, but when it comes to the gospel... Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He came to earth as a man, emptying himself. By becoming the form of a servant, he emptied himself by becoming a servant and humbled himself to the point of death, even death on a cross. That's Philippians 2. I believe that by faith. I believe that he, on the cross took my punishment, my sin that was hell-worthy. It's not that I just sin, it's that I can't do anything but sin that is going to send me to hell, but even one sin is worthy of hell. He took all my sin on the cross and made it his own and then was crushed by the wrath of God that was saved, stored up for me. Now that's up, that is on Jesus... God commands me to accept it by faith. Accept it by faith. I didn't see Jesus die. I um I hope I know he I hope he died. The Bible told me so, I hope so. So when it comes down to a definition of faith that we can really rely on, people always get caught on two sides of the bowling lane. I say bowling lane because there's two gutters. There's always two sides of the road, uh, I mean of the bowling lane. One of the gutters is that faith is a leap in the dark. No evidence whatsoever. The other side of faith is full, excuse me, full assurance. Full assurance, but it's in the middle of that. Faith is belief with evidence. Belief with evidence. And most, most of that evidence 
comes not from creation around us, not from what people tell us, but from the Word of God, from the Spirit working in our hearts with the Word of God. That is faith. So, in Hebrews, Hebrews 11, we get onto what is called the Hall of Faith. When people had faith and they trusted in God so much, it talks about Abel, Noah, Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac, and then Abraham again, then Moses, then a bunch of other people. We will get more into this next time. But what I really want to look at one more time is just how do we how do we identify faith as faith being the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen? How do we do that? Well, you sh- I, a good place to start is memorizing the, memorizing the verse. And then knowing, for here's the key, knowing 100% that you are a believer in Jesus Christ. When you have those two things, faith will make sense to you more than ever, more than anything else. Faith is amazing. We will get to in the future what faith can do. There is so much about what faith can do. There's even a song. I think it's by Cutlass. About what faith can do. Well. We're reaching the end of our podcast. Next time we will be talking. About. Faith in Hebrews 11 and 12. We will be continuing this. Podcast. This will be. A part one episode. Thanks for listening.